Welcome back, everybody. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois, and thank you for listening to or watching the program here this morning uh, on this uh, President's Day weekend. We're taping this uh, on Friday. So uh, hopefully everybody had a good weekend, and uh, thanks for listening. Um, we are uh, very pleased to be joined. Uh, our next segment, we're going to be talking about uh, an issue that we've been involved with a little bit, but really uh, my next guest and Jewish Federation have taken the lead on it, and we're very grateful that they have. Um, let me introduce uh, you to Amy Zimmerman. I think Amy is on the line with us now. Amy, you there? I am here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. We can hear you great. And now we can see your beautiful picture up on the screen. Thank you. Thank you so <laughs> okay. much for taking some time to join us. Um, and we should also thank uh, uh, Cook County or the city of whatever it was who let you out of jury duty this morning that, so that you could be with us. So we're very grateful to you and whoever that governmental entity was. <laughs> yes, yes. I, the Skokie Courthouse. Skokie apparently Courthouse. Didn't, apparently didn't need me this morning. Well, they we need you. So my jurors, yeah, regular jurors. Sure. So uh, Their loss I go is, back in the hopper and we'll they're, they're Losses sure, are, I'll, I'll are, hear back from them soon. Right. There, oh, I'm sure you will. Their, their <laughs> losses are gained. So thanks for taking some time this morning. You know, Amy, uh, before we get into the topic at hand, I think it would be uh, good to um, talk a little bit about what, what is the Jewish Federation and uh, what is the Jewish United Fund? Great. Well, they are one in the same. It's a Catholic so, audience, so um, people have to understand these things, right? Go hear ahead. them used interchangeably. Uh, Jewish United Fund, our Jewish Federation of Chicago. But what we are is sort of a, you know, a, a very small but mighty uh, network. Um, we, we support JUF, was actually established back in 1900 as the central fundraising, planning, and budgeting arm of Chicago's Jewish community. We allocate more than $190 million annually to JUF affiliates that provide vital health care and human services and education to more than 500,000 people um, of all faiths, abilities, and ages. Um, as Assistant Vice President of State Government Affairs, I advocate for our public policy priorities in Springfield, and I have counterparts in our government affairs department that do the same work that I do, but at the local and federal level. Um, JUF is also home of a, to a number of dynamic programs, including our Jewish Community Relations Council, which convenes more than 40 Jewish organizations that represent a diverse spectrum of political opinions and religious affiliations. And we've actually had a longstanding and productive relationship with the Catholic community mm -hmm. in Chicago mm -hmm. through collaborative programs, yep. and dialogues, and yep. ongoing exploration of each other's traditions. So. Um, there's a Catholic Jewish Scholars Group that's been meeting for more than yep. 20 years. Yep, and I think the Cardinal does a speech there every other year, and then uh, a rabbi does a, a speech in front of the same group every year. They, they alternate. I've been, at the, I've been to that event. It's fascinating. It's really a great event. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Wonderful, and, and I think very soon we'll be able to start bringing people together. Right, it hasn't happened program. in a couple of years. Exactly, exactly. I, I think like in layman's terms, I think of, I, I, I'm a very simple person. Uh, I, I kind of think of Jewish <laughs> Federation as sort of the, the Catholic charities of the Jewish faith. It's kind of, it's not the same, but eh, close enough, you know. Uh, you, you're raising money, uh, you get some 
state money to serve various mostly middle low income people who need help or assistance at some level so i think there's a lot of cross they're very similar there's there's some similarly and sort of i often compare it to like the united way right for, right uh, exactly for jewish, yeah. re- jewish related causes right um right but yes all you know all these organizations motivated motivated by the the, the same yeah, um exactly commitment right right so thanks for joining us and 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 explaining a little bit of your role there so let's talk about the secure grant program um yeah. Uh, you know, uh, let's go into the program, but also I think we should start off with what's the need for the program and, and what it is. Um, it seems to me, and, and I don't know if this is true, um, there seems to be more incidents of violence, or maybe they're just more publicized, uh, against people of faith and their buildings, their congregate structures. And I think that applies to, I mean, I, most of them seem to be more attacks on, on the Jewish, unfortunately, synagogues. You see a lot of that. I, I know at the Catholic level, I know some of our buildings have been vandalized and statues have been desecrated and things like that. And and I, I think there's more of this going on today. And I know the Asian Americans have experienced some rise in violence recently. And I don't know if it's, it, there's more of it or it's more pronounced, but, but what do you think's going on? Or is there something Well, I can tell you that, you know, the, the statistics, definitely um, reflect uh, your, your statements. Mm-hmm. We know that hate crimes in the U.S. reached their highest point in over a decade in 2020 with over 7,500 incidents formally reported to the FBI. But we know what most law enforcement experts tell us is that hate crimes are dramatically underreported. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, we've seen these these seen incidents that get, you know, targeted anti-Semitic, anti-Asian, anti-Black, anti-LGBTQ, anti-immigrant, anti-Muslim, and other forms of hate crimes and domestic terrorism, they are truly increasing at unprecedented rates. And what what this resulted in is left many, met too many vulnerable nonprofits um, who don't feel like they have a, a safe space for people and communities right. to come together. And that's really what um, motivated our work to spearhead the Safeguard Illinois Communities Coalition. So talk to us a little bit about what we're uh, the topic at hand. What is the uh, Illinois Secure Grant Program? And uh, let, let's talk about what, yeah, what, what are we trying to do here? What, what's the goal of the Well, it's tell not you, a bill, but proposal. First, I'll just tell you um, who our coalition is. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you. The Catholic Conference is a, a mm-hmm. member of yeah. our Safeguard Illinois Communities Coalition, which uh, GF spearheaded in late summer, and it's now a, a diverse group of 50 and growing nonprofit, cultural, civic, religious, racial, ethnic, and other organizations that are committed to, to security funding inclusion in this year's uh, Illinois state budget. Um, our members include Jewish, Christian, Muslim, Asian American, LGBTQ, Black, Latinx institution, allies, and other organizations whose communities uh, may be vulnerable to attacks and hate-motivated violence. So where does this, what are we trying to have funded? Um, Back in 2017, Illinois established a nonprofit security grant program by statute to provide funds to nonprofits to bolster their security. The problem is that it had never received an appropriation despite um, prior efforts. And so 
we decided that um, this was the time. You know, we, we just talked about the, the, the rise mm-hmm. in um, terrible incidents and um, brought together this incredibly diverse coalition to really um, to advocate not only for funding, but also to think about what is the structure? What should this program look like in Illinois to ensure that it's accessible um, and navigable by the full range of nonprofits out there? So um, what I can tell you is there, um, you know, spoiler alert for your listeners, um, Governor Pritzker, uh, to our great enthusiasm, mm-hmm. um, actually in his proposed budget, um, put $20 million uh, into the program. Um, it will be if it remains in the in the budget, which is certainly part of our continued advocacy this session, um, it will be the third largest state funded program in the country. What will some of the what will some of the money be used for? Give us an example, like if I had a not for profit or uh, a church or synagogue, what could I use? What could I uh, apply? Uh, to the program in order to fund? What type of activities or, or things yeah. can I do? So there's, there are a number of security enhancements. I'm going I'm to step back for just a minute mm-hmm. um, to, to explain that um, there is an existing federal right. program right. that's implemented by the Federal Department of Homeland Security. It's the Federal Nonprofit Security Grant Program, and it was actually established back in 2004. Um, it it received its last funding appropriation was 180 million dollars, but it is incredibly oversubscribed. Mm-hmm. So even for the for the nonprofits in Illinois that knew about it that applied for it, um, less than half of them received their funding. So, but I mention it not only you know mostly to to explain that. A lot of the security enhancements that will likely be a part of Illinois' program um, are already um, sort of exhaustively listed in the federal program. And they include things like um, safety and security, training and planning, security cameras, Mm -hmm. reinforced walls and bulletproof glass, you know, reinforced doors, cybersecurity. And um, even in certain circumstances, uh, security guards, those usually need to be contract security guards. Uh, So I think that Illinois will probably adopt, um, probably you'll have to go through a rule-making structure, Mm -hmm. um, will adopt all the same types of security enhancements that are available through the federal program. It's a great program, and uh, I think thanks to Amy and our efforts and the coalition's efforts, and, and, and to underscore what Amy just mentioned, I think we should be grateful to Governor Pritzker for putting this into his budget, and, and not that the budget is done and this is a done deal. We still have to advocate that it remains in there and that the appropriation level he recommended maintains the same. They don't reduce it. But I think we all feel pretty good about our chances. So uh, we are grateful to the governor for putting it in his budget. Uh, we're grateful to the coalition. And and I th- it, it appears, I mean, I think we're both pretty optimistic that we're going to see this program become a reality very soon. And then I think what you're saying is that the program will go through some rulemaking, and then there'll be a process to apply for it. And what what do you do? What do you think? Maybe that's by, by the end of the year. Do you think that's fair to 
anticipate? Yeah, I think that's a okay. fair conclusion. So yeah. the work of the, you know, I, I, the way I explain the work of the coalition, it's really running on two parallel tracks. Um, you know, the, the coalition has come together to advocate and ensure that funding is in the program. And I definitely want to also give credit. We had two appropriation bills filed. This session, one right. by Senator Villavallum, one by Representative Bob Morgan. Um, before the governor made his budget announcement, we were able to gather oh, um, not only yep. 50 organizations in, in support as part of the coalition, but we had uh, formal statements issued by the mm -hmm. Illinois Asian American Caucus, the Illinois Asian Caucus, and we also had support from both the Latino and the Illinois Black Caucus. Um, Amy, that's the music. I don't know if you can hear it. The uh, Illinois gotta... Commission on Discrimination and Hate Crimes issued a formal endorsement for funding uh, the Illinois Nonprofit Security Grant. So this was a truly, um, you know, both bipartisan and really um, diverse group that, that has come together to move this. The, the other Amy, that's Amy. We got to run. That's the, the music. Uh, so I think we got it. The Illinois Secure Grant Program uh, coming up soon at the end of this session. Thanks so much for joining us. Sorry, they had a got a hard cut up here at uh, at ten fifteen. So uh, thanks for everybody for listening, and uh, hope to listen in the next uh, month, uh, third month, third week of the month of um, what would that be? March. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a good day. Thank you.